Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. I'm Tiffany Lyons, and I'll be your host for today. Think back to when you were a child. What kinds of things did you ask your parents for? I started to think back at the kinds of things I asked my parents for. And honestly, I asked my parents for anything and everything that I ever needed or wanted. I would ask them for things like, can I have more ice cream? Or can I buy this toy? I would ask them for cleats when I decided to play soccer, even though it was for only one season and I was done. I would ask them for money to go to the mall. I would ask all the time for anything that I needed. And the truth is, when I was young, I never really paid attention to how much these requests were going to cost my parents. I didn't sit down at the beginning of each month and go through the requests that I asked the prior month to make sure that everything was measured and I knew what I should probably ask for this month so I wasn't over asking. I was just bold in my requests. I would even ask for crazy things. Like, I remember when I was in elementary school, there was this really famous actor. He was on the front of every magazine. He was on movies and TV shows. And when I think back to my childhood crush, this was the guy. It was Jonathan Taylor Thomas, otherwise known as JTT. He was on the cast of Home Improvement. He was the middle son to Tim the Toolman Taylor And I'm guessing if you're a millennial that's close to my age, you remember JTT. Well, I remember that one day I went to my mom and I was thinking about writing a letter to JTT, inviting him to come visit us in the Philippines. And I just needed to ask her if it was okay if he would stay with us. I was so sure that if he got the letter, he'd think, what an amazing opportunity to go to the Philippines. And so I just needed to, before I actually executed this plan, run everything through my mom. I wanted to make sure that when he said yes, because of course he was going to say yes, that he actually had a place to stay. And so here I go to my mom with this ridiculous request and saying, mom, listen, I'm going to send this letter and I just need to make sure that you're in the loop and make sure that it's okay with you if he stays with us. What a crazy request. Well, He never came to the Philippines. I don't even remember if I ever sent the letter, but I was so sure in that moment that I had to make my requests known to my mom. From simple requests to elaborate requests to even silly requests, I would come to my parents with boldness. Why? Because I believed that they loved me and that they were for me. Today, we look at Matthew 7, 11. It says this, if you Though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Do you ever ask God for stuff? Maybe for provision, for a job, for healing. Maybe you want a restored relationship, so you ask him for that. Maybe you even ask him for a parking spot. Or maybe you're so bold that you'll ask him for the 405 to go faster so that you can make it to that appointment on time. And if you ask God, my next question for you is, how do you approach him? J.I. Packer says this, prayer must not be thought of as impersonal or mechanical terms, as a technique for putting pressure on someone who otherwise might disregard you. 
I've heard people say things like, I'm just not a good prayer. Or maybe they'll look at somebody else and say, that person, oh, that person's a good prayer. When I hear someone say that, it feels like the emphasis is on the person that's praying rather than the God that they're praying to. Like the pressure's all on them to get it right. But you see, you and I, we're not praying to this impersonal God. We're praying to the God of the universe who has said, if you have said yes to me, if you've accepted me as your savior, I am not only your savior, I am your father. You've been adopted into my family. So approach me by saying, Abba, Father. That changes the way that we approach God. You see, when we look at kids approaching their parents, we don't say, that kid is so good at talking to their parents. Look at the way he asks for water and a snack. It's so professional. No. In fact, if we saw a child interacting with parents in a way that was mechanical, then we would think something's off here. They're too formal. What's going on? But when we see a child approach his parents with confidence, with ease, freely asking for whatever he needs, that's a picture of a beautiful relationship that's filled with trust. You see, when you approach God, you're approaching your heavenly father. He loves you and he is not standing back with his arms crossed waiting to make sure that you say it just right. He is a good father who loves you so much who wants you to flourish. He wants you to experience the peace and the joy and the purpose that he has for you. You know, the second thing that J.I. Packer points out in the way that we should make our requests known to God is that J.I. Packer says that we should, when making our requests to God, be free and bold. I heard someone say recently that she felt bad because she was not super consistent in her prayer life. And so when tragedy or big things would happen, then she would want to go to God and ask for help. But she felt bad that she was going to him just to ask for help in moments of crisis when she wasn't going to him for other things or just being there regularly with him in a consistent prayer life. And so she was hesitant to go to God. And I don't know if you've ever felt the same way that my friend felt when she was talking about her relationship with God and how she was hesitant to ask God for help. I wouldn't describe the way that she approached God as being free and bold. But the beauty is you don't have to be measured when you approach God. Every time you go to him, even if you chose not to go to him the 10 times before, but you go to him this one time, he is so thrilled that you have come to him. He's not sitting back saying, why didn't you come to me before? He's saying, yes, child, I so want to help you. You know, we often can't be free and bold in our requests to most people that we interact with. So we think the same is true of God, but God is so different. In fact, this reminds me of the, the parable of the prodigal son. This is such a beautiful parable of the son who is so horrible to his father, who disrespects his father, who says, I want my inheritance now. And basically is telling his dad, dad, you, I, w- I would rather you be dead and me get your stuff than you be alive and me be with you. He takes the stuff. He goes and he lives a life that is not honoring to God or his father. He ends up being poor and not having any money left and is just stuck with nothing to eat and nowhere to go. And he decides to go back to his dad and he's trying to figure out what to do. And so he's measuring the way he's going to approach his dad. He's thinking to himself, okay, 
I've messed up. I've messed up so much. I can't ask to just be his son again. Instead, I'm going to say, I know you're a good man. I just want to be a servant in your house because I know you treat your servants so well. So he's measuring his response based on what he has done. And so often that's what you and I do. When we go to God, we're looking back at everything we've done. But what I love about this story is that when he comes to the father, the father runs out to him and throws his arms around him and gives him a big hug and says, my son has returned. And he throws a party for him. And his son can't even give his speech because he said, you are my son. You are back. I am so glad that you're here. This is the way that God looks at you and I. We can be bold. We can be free when we come to him with our requests because he's for us and he loves us. What if you and I were to be more bold and free as we make our requests to our father this week? What if we spent less time trying to craft the perfect prayer and instead more time looking at our perfect savior? Let's pray. God, our father in heaven, we thank you so much that you allow us to approach you with this familiarity, Lord. We, you allow us to approach you as your children, that we don't have to craft the perfect prayer, that we don't have to measure what we are asking for, because just like a good father, you are for us and you love it every time we come to you. So Lord, would you help us remember that every time we pray to you, would we be less focused on how we are presenting ourselves and instead be focused on how good and trustworthy you are? And God, I also pray that you would give us free and bold courage to pray for what we need to pray for. We thank you that you are a trustworthy, dependable Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.